Hello! And welcome to Stephen Rowland's Beer Podcast. Episode 254. Now, Steve told me absolutely 100% he would definitely be here this week because yep. this is a brewery that he is a big fan of, that he's got a long relationship with, he's very excited about. Um, as the, the somewhat northern twang you might be hearing indi- might indicate, he isn't. Nope. Yeah, he was here. Unlucky. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> we are. Um, Thornbridge this week. Who we've drunk a fair amount of that fair say, Gaz? Yeah, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah, they are the the probably one of the most well established of the new wave brewers sort of the old guard of the new wave so to speak. something like that yeah. <laughs> probably I would say it's the old guard of the new wave not the new wave of the old guard I don't know No, it, it's they appeared way back um, based at Thornbridge Hall um, and they kind of expanded they have got a reputation for being meticulous I think we're probably fair about um, quality control and precision about their beers. Unsurprisingly, then, they favoured German styles in a time when lots of other people didn't. Mm. Um, and this week's is no exception. This week, we've got a, a Gerza. Um, Not any old Gerza, though. No. So... Mr. Smith Gerza 2, which is a watermelon Gerza, and the winner of the Great British Homebrew Competition. Yes. Uh, Mr. Josh Smith, I believe, is his name. Yes, Josh Smith. So, so yeah. well done to Josh on winning, because they are these pretty uh, intense I say, their standards are that meticulous. It's not like they're going to get like, any old uh, dross end up in the bottle, is it? Uh, well, not that I'm saying all homebrew is dross, but I've drank some pretty rough stuff in my time. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about that. Um, and it's fair to say that uh, Thornbridge now have been supporting the, since 2014 the homebrew competition um, which they do I believe it's in partnership with Waitrose um, so yeah. it tends to appear in, in their shops Waitrose and someone else I seem to think mm. but anyhow um, um, it is entered by lots of people so it's a, it's a big challenge to get there and then to get it brewed by Thornbridge is always mm. it's a pretty good accolade it's got to be said um, this is I'm pretty sure this isn't the first Gerza we've done on beer pods. No, we've done others before. Uh, we had um, we've had so- what, Salty Kiss, haven't we, from Magic Rock? Magic Rock, Salty yeah. Kiss, I was going to say. I think we had yeah. that, yeah. Um, but it's not... For a style which is actually pretty well represented these days, it's not one you, we probably do that much of, because it is a bit of an unusual style. Mm. Um interesting history in the sense that it went down to one beer. In fact, it, it vanished altogether. It's a reinvented style. Uh, so, Gerzers originate uh, Gosler in Germany. They are a traditional style beer that is... Well, okay, if, if you're getting brewed these days, they are sour and salty. It's probably your main things. Mm-hmm. There's Maybe coriander in there as well, but I think the, the defining features definitely are sour and salty. The, the history of it is a little bit unusual in the sense that actually it probably wasn't designed to be particularly unusual beer originally. Because at that point, lots of beer would have been sour. 
So the sourness ten- is usually a lactic-driven sourness, and lots of beers were sour because it was very difficult to produce beer that didn't get something some of the time. Yeah. So cleanliness wasn't tan. Yeah. Well, if you look at lambics and stuff, these are very old styles, saisons as well, that that would have had sour elements to the some sourness to the beer. That's just a natural part of the process. Um, the saltiness comes from the water, which near Gosler, which has a lot of uh, salt in it because of the rocks it goes through. Ooh, interesting. So they were just using local water, which had to be quite salty, and their style of beer would have been a bit sour, as a lot of let's say that stuff was. So you end up with this, and then it gets it kind of dies out in Germany because of well, complex stuff in Germany. You've got the, the Reinheitsgebot, the, the purity laws that affected um, started in Bavaria and spread outwards, but you also had the big split between uh, the East and West Germany. Mm. Um, all of these factors, um, and you really need to listen to like a proper beer historian, I'll explain to you all of the, kind of the in-depth here, but yeah, this was one where you didn't really see it as a style existing. It basically died out, and then it got... I can't remember whether... I think they, they closed it officially, but then reopened the brewery near... Brewing this style of beer near to where they originally brewed it, but not there. I think it was actually Leipzig they were brewing it in. And um, brewing it as they remembered it being brewed, rather than necessarily as a continuous... Yeah, as a continuation quite. So you then had lots of other people later on in recently kind of taking inspiration from this and re now it's kind of it's such a common style. Is it, is it reinventing or reimagining? I would say it's probably like taking inspiration from the mm. beers. I've had the um, sort of like a tribute act. Yeah, I mean, I've had the German one that is considered to be like the the oldest existing one that's around, um, which is a little salty, a little sour, and pale. Um, and quite lagerish, but like in a sour, slightly salty way. Um, has got quite a lot of that corny kind ofness to it, um, and it's quite different to the kind of things that you see being produced, like Salty Kiss and like this one. Mm. Oh yeah, de- definitely. Right. Um, with regards to this, like I'm, I've not got much of a sweet tooth. I'm generally not fond of stuff like that, but that. Tastes like someone has liquefied Haribo Tanktastics, carbonized them, and put, popped a little bit of alcohol in there as well. Like anyone that's eaten Haribo Tanktastic sweets, <coughs> that, that's exactly what that reminds me of. Like that sourness, you've got that tang to them. Uh, it's a little crisp. Uh, I think that is absolutely delicious. <laughs> Roland, we might course, split Roland, opinions Roland, here. Roland, of course, is naturally he's pulling the face of just like, yes, I'm now going to disagree with everything you just said, Gary. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. Um, no, I'm, I can't. I can see the tangfastics thing. Um, like the watermelon thing is really obvious for me, and I'm, I'm struggling. I find it a slightly overwhelming flavour. Do you not like watermelon? I do, as a thing to eat. No. I'm not sure I particularly like. Watermelon tasting beer. I think that is just super crisp and refreshing. I really do. Like it's left my mouth watering. Like uh, my glass is empty at this point. Like I've I've drained it. Uh, yeah, I I think that's 
it is it's the aftertaste I struggle with because I really get the the watermelon and the aftertaste. Um, I quite like the upfront, and then the aftertaste just kind of goes all. Mm. And I'm, I'm it, yeah, I'm not a, maybe I'm not a big fan of watermelon flavored stuff. Oh, I think there's a little saltiness just on the tip of my tongue still. I, I get the saltiness. Uh, yeah. Right. I really like this. Fair play to you, uh, Josh Smith. That's a very nice beer, in my opinion. Uh, and only 4% as well, which I'm guessing is typical for that sort of style. I don't really... Yeah, I, yeah I don't as they've been done, they are, they're kind of sessiony type yeah. beers. I could quite happily have a session on this. I don't think you would. Absolutely not. But... Um, yeah, I, I could I could sit and drink I, uh, you know, three or four pints of this. I think without the, without the watermelon, I probably could have a session on this because I, I really like the the rest of it. Mm. Um, but I'm struggling with the watermelon. Um, you can you should... Th- things you don't hear every day. <laughs> I'm struggling with the watermelon. All I've got is visions of Roland <laughs> fighting <laughs> with uh, a giant piece of fruit. <laughs> Well, well, that's uh, the thing to go. Uh, well, I, I finished. Yeah, well, you finished. Well, you finished drinking. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a score. Yeah. Uh, brief thing about the branding: very consistent with Formbridge, mm-hmm. uh, as you would expect. Um, what do you think of their three thirties? Now they've moved to three thirty mils rather than the five hundreds. Oh, 500s. yeah, of course. This came up last time we had a Formbridge mm-hmm. one in here, didn't it? Because we had the debate about the whole thing, and I'm pretty sure someone said uh, uh, called me out and said it was. Uh, it was uh, disagree with everything I, uh, yeah. I just said, and you were wrong. Uh, but <laughs> I don't care. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, no, they're on the three thirties now, aren't they? Um, well, it's neither here nor there, really, is it? Uh, I'd like more of this one because I'm really enjoying it. I wish I bought two three thirties. He said, then I'd have a six sixty. Yeah. Perfect. Well, th- thankfully, because we're doing this with Steve's subscription, uh, and I'm drinking his beer, I've still got my one to go, so <laughs> I will go. have that when I get home. Um, but no, I, I really like this. I think it's it's super refreshing. Um, really, really enjoying it. Uh, it might be one that splits opinion. I think it, I think this is going to be the the case here. Uh, like, because more often than not, when we're doing these, our 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 tastes are fairly close yeah. together, aren't they? Yeah, you know, in fairness. Give, give or take. But I we think, try and make them different, but they often aren't yeah, very close. This 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 could. Uh, be one of those that perhaps divides opinion. Uh, I love it. I'm going to drink more of it. I want more of it. I'm going to give this a nine and a half. Oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely splitting opinion here. Um, I think that's the highest score I've ever given on here. As oh well. wow! Um, I am stingy though. So. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not for me the highest score I want to give. Um, I've drunk a lot of Thornbridge beer. I've always been impressed at its consistency and reliability um, it, they do tasty stuff again and again I think they do these styles very well I like the beer underneath I like the Gerza, um but I really can't get my taste buds around that watermelon salty finish that I just find Kind of slightly sickly on my on the aftertaste. I really don't like it. It just hangs around and does not make me want to drink more. Um, actually, it kind of makes me want to drink more to to get rid of the, ta- the aftertaste, which isn't going to help because it just leaves me with more of the aftertaste. Well, it's weird that I, I like I say like, I don't have a sweet tooth, but I think you do have. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and it's and it's weird because it there is qu- it is quite sweet on the finish. 
as well. And the fact that I quite enjoy that and you're, See, I, I you're, not, you're not liking it. Uh, I don't think it's that sweet. Like, that, I think it gives you an impression of sweetness from the watermelon. Yeah, that, that's, but what, it's that's not, what I mean. Like, it's not actually a very sweet beer in terms of the sugar. Um, yeah, I, I just find that watermelon flavours just not something I'm enjoying. Um, I quite like watermelon as a fruit. I'm not particularly convinced about watermelon in a beer. And um, as much as I like and admire the technical elements of it, I'm just struggling to drink this and, and love it. Um, I don't think I can be super harsh because I'm sh- I, I recognise that is a personal preference thing. And I think there's good technique on display, but I wish they'd not, they'd pulled that watermelon back a bit, at least. Um, so I'm going to go seven. It's not that bad thing. <laughs> no, like, you, I, I, was expe- I, I... I was expecting you to drop something like a four and then no. we just go, no. Because <laughs> like, like you said, it is, it is a technically... Yeah, it's I very think the, competently brewed. The goes beer. underneath it is something that I, I would happily drink... Um, I just wish the watermelon was pulled a bit back a bit, and and well, I'll give you feedback on the consistency yeah. uh, between because uh, I'm going to drink, drink probably, mine as soon as we're done. Uh. I do think it's probably a lot of it is just me being not liking watermelon. So I'm hopeful that all the beer bods who in, love their watermelon will happily be enjoying this. It'll be interesting um, to see if it divides opinion. Yeah, I will be interested to see that one. Mm. Uh, we've better get around to drinking up and shutting up. Well, I've drank up long ago. So well, I'll you... drink up, but if I must, we're done. <laughs>